This is Devin Tracy, and you're listening to the Thousand Story Podcast. Oh my God, we're finally here. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We made it. We made it. We're here. Oh my! Wow. Are we all? Are we all in bed right now? No, I wish. I really, I, really, really. I'm wish. not. Oh. I'm actually in the kitchen right now, uh, just sitting at the kitchen counter. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. So I was telling Louise, we have to do something with this, with this space. Like this should be like sponsorship space. We're like, you know, today's episode is sponsored by uh, Chicken Delight. You know, gobble, Chicken Delight. I don't, I don't fucking know, but <laughs> welcome what is that? to the Thousand Story Podcast. <laughs> we are your hosts, Najee. And Luis. And uh, today, <laughs> we have an incredibly special guest who we've been trying to get a hold of, and finally got a hold of, uh, talented, talented singer-songwriter out of New York. Give it up for Devin Tracy. Hello, hello, hello. Yo. Yo, hey. what's good, Devin? Hey, what's good? What's going on? <laughs> you know, what's you know. Up? How you feeling? How, how, how you living? I am all right. You know, I woke up this morning and, you know, I made myself some tea. This is my third cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? This is really great. Wow. I'm drinking chamomile with some oat milk in it, you know. Mm. Trying to get oh the vocals God. together. Talk so about good. it. Are you, an, are you an avid tea drinker? Mm-hmm. I love drinking tea. It's so good. It's so amazing. Yeah, tea's I, quality. I, I, yeah, it is. Tea's always it? quality. Yes, I just love drinking tea. It's weird. Like, I was never a tea drinker growing up. Mm. But as I got older and started living on my own and just being around, like, a lot of other musicians and vocalists, I was mm. like, uh-huh. oh, let me just go right ahead and start drinking tea. Because it has to be a thing <laughs> for me. And I've just been obsessed with tea. <laughs> hey, I get it. I mean, personally, I I am I'm very partial to, like, chai tea, mint tea. Mm-hmm. Green oh, tea, yeah. white tea, jasmine, hibiscus. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am a tea connoisseur. If, if One time, Najee and I <laughs> went to went to Wegmans. Do you have Wegmans mm-hmm. in in New York? Uh, I'm not too sure. I I believe we do. I I'm not too sure. So, <laughs> for those of it. you who don't know what Wegmans is, mm-hmm. Wegmans is like the Willy Wonka factory of grocery stores. It competes with I, uh, Whole Foods. <laughs> Really? It, yeah, it does compete with Whole Foods. Oh, goodness. I love Wegmans. It's like, it's like, up, like, Pennsylvania's, is it from Pennsylvania? I feel like it's like Lower East Side uh, New no, York, No, they're from, right? they're from New York. Yeah, or they're from Upstate right? is New it York. West, or Upstate New York, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're like, Upstate New York's like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods. But anyway, mm-hmm. so we have it here in, in Erie, PA. And uh, actually, Tyler, the creator was around this area and he went to Wegmans there's literally a news article about it and it really? says Tyler the creator says Wegmans is the best grocery store he's ever been to I remember that that, that came out like yeah. really like years ago. yeah yeah no no Tyler knows what's up Tyler no yeah so I just we looked were, it I up. remember like <laughs> so I just looked it we up they're gonna like, have one yeah that's true you you definitely have to have you have to visit one at least. I don't know why they don't have one in New York City. I mean, considering they're in New York State, you you would think it'd be like a natural. Right. Session. So but, Wegmans yeah. is spelled W E G E. I mean W E G M A N S. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. they have yep. a supermarket they're building right now, and it's going to open up on the twenty seventh of this month. Actually, 
Oh, really? It's going to be amazing. on. Yeah, it's going to be 21 Flushing Ave in Brooklyn. Hey. So I may have to like stop by. What's good? As you guys are talking about it, yeah. I just may need to just stop by. It looks very, looks very like high yeah. end. The you way definitely they have. To have stop by. Yeah. The way they it's, have it. It's set like a up. high end. It's like you like you know how Trader Joe's has that very market yeah. feel to it. Like you feel mm-hmm. like you're stepping into a market and there's a bunch of like crates and and shit. Yeah. Wegmans is like the the perfect it's like the I don't want to say the auto-tune version or <laughs> I don't I don't really know how to it's the mastered version of that. <laughs> he said auto-tune. It's the That's mastered hilarious. version. Oh gosh. No, it's incredible. It's you yeah. definitely have to go. I, I used to work there and it's like Disneyland, you know, but you know, it's also like Disneyland in that when you work there, <laughs> you never want to <laughs> do that again. But you know, you the experience like for the customer. Yeah. You mean, like if you've been to Disneyland or Disney World, like mm-hmm. it's it's magical, it's memorable, it's it's majestic and other M words. But when you work there, <laughs> it's 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 murder. maligned. It's murder. It's it's <laughs> Oh, malicious! It's in other really? words, you know, it's <laughs> it is it is yeah. stress, but you know, it, it's all for a good cause. Um, yeah, and you know, I, I I have no ill will against them. Like I think they do a great job, and and then they yeah. keep it, they run a tight ship. It's it's a great store. So uh, you know that that's our Wegman's section of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he said our but, so Devin, let's, session. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you know who you are and, and what and what you do. So um, you're a musician, yes, you're I a am. singer, singer, mm-hmm. songwriter, mm-hmm. and uh, you're also an artist. Um, yeah, I've been seeing your general photos around. Can you can you tell us a little bit more about visual artist? You have to either be more, more yeah, specific. you're visual artist, Louise. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> visual. So <laughs> uh, that was that was that was sweet. Um, you know, I try, I try. <laughs> I know, I hear you. <laughs> So me being a visual artist mm, and artist yes. and artist and singer songwriter. So I mean, I love art. I used to do art when I was younger. Like I used to draw all the time. I used to uh-huh. draw. Y'all gonna laugh at me, but I used to make comic books when I used to draw when I was younger. Like when I was in middle school, I used to no, make that's comic. Fire. That's yeah, super I used to make, dope. Yeah, I used to make like miniature comic books at. Uh, like when I was in middle school, when I came home from school, I would make like I used to love Kirby. I was like, oh my god, this no like way. this this little ball looking cute shit. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I used to go home and just uh, make comic books of it, and then I used to read it to my little sister. And then I used to Ooh, you used to do Kirby nice. fan fiction. Yeah, I did. When I was younger, I used to that's draw. Crazy. I used to draw, and then I make the bubble, and then I will put what he's saying because he never talked. So right. I'd be like, I'm like, you're gonna talk. excited noises, right? Just excited noises, like, yeah. And I'd be like, nah, you're gonna talk today. So I used to like write down what he said and everything, and then I I kind of collided worlds. Mm. So I collided worlds. Like I was like, since you're this adorable little ball, why don't we put other characters that are adorable as well that I would want to put in it. I wanted to put Dexter's <laughs> Laboratory, but it was too elaborate. It was too hard. It was too hard for me to draw him. Uh-huh. So what was easy for me to draw was I used to draw um, the Pop of Girls. And I used to make the Pop of Girls befriend, uh, be friends with uh, Kirby. 
all the time. And I would <laughs> oh, add them in, and then I make okay. it separate. So I kind of like collided the worlds. Yeah, I was uh, I was a little bit of a nerd, you know. Hey, that's we, the crossover. We, that's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, I used to do that. I used to do art, and I used to do the bubble letters. You know the graffiti that people put yeah. on all the stuff. Yeah, I like my, I used I to my draw S's all a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I had to work on my S's as well. So, bro, that was that was, was the staples, the only one I had. But you know, I, I made sure S? that one was popping. Like, I oh was my like, god, nobody messing my tags. Nah, but the N was amazing. I used to do the N. I used to do the bubble N and then like the square N and shit. And I'd be like, Talk oh my god. It. And Talk I used to put the it. words and mesh them together, and they'd be like, oh my god, what does it say? <laughs> the girls in school be like, so this is what it says. Could you do me one too, please? Oh my god, like. I'll pay you $5. So it used to be so, just like that in high school. So you went from comic book, well, making comic books, then you went to fan fiction, then you went to, how did you get from that to, you know, graphic design and, and what you, I, I think what you like to call like the general or, or general photos, um, where Whoa. you like kind of edit, or I'll let you tell or describe what they mean, but like, how do you get to that and designing t-shirts? <laughs> oh, okay. So... How it started off was, uh, so three years ago, I did this, I had a photo shoot with one of my friends, his name is uh, Justin French, a dope mm-hmm. photographer. He did work for Janelle Monet recently. So I- Oh, wow. cool. Right, he shot Janelle Monet's photos. Like he's becoming like this big photographer now. Well, but shout out him. He, yeah, right, he's really dope, he's so cool. But he ran, when I used to live in the Bronx, he randomly hit me up and was just like, hey, I would love to take pictures of you, I love your look. He was like, you have such, Mm. I love your African features. You look a certain way. I want to be able to present that to the world or whatever. And I said, sure. So I went to his house. He lived in the Bronx. I went to his his apartment and we shot photos. They were really dope. I had such a good time. And I love the photos so much that, and I had a beard. I had my beard, like my beard was big at the time. And so we took photos. (laughs) And then probably like a month later, I, I, I received the photos. And so... I'm letting the photos sit. They're like being reblogged all over Tumblr or whatever. So I mm-hmm. remixed the photos because at the time, I'm going to be honest, at the time I was a little insecure about how I looked because of my mm. beard and where I was in my life and where I was in my mm. music career. So I was like, I don't like the way I look right now. I was mm. like, but I want, I want people to see my features more. So I felt like adding the floral edit to my beard so people can actually pay attention to my features. And so because of me being insecure about about them growing up, because I used to get teased about them a lot. So Mm. when I finally did the floral and put the floral on my beard, the pictures kind of just blew up. Like everybody was reblogging everywhere. They were saying that they never seen it before. And this was like three or four years ago. And I wasn't really expecting that. I just love art. I just love flowers. I love color. I love vibrant colors. I don't mind. I love bright color colors like neon uh, colors. Mm. Just just bright colors. And and plus, like for me, I was like, you know, at the time, I was like, okay, I'm this black kid. I was a little insecure about who I was. I was a little insecure about just me being this black boy in New York. And then someone actually, and what's funny is that I didn't realize until later that the guy, Justin, he took my pictures was because he loved my features, but I didn't <laughs> like my features at the time. And so mm-hmm. he appreciated how I looked. And so from then on, it started right there. And then it kind of ventured off into doing the general photos. And when I did the general photos, I... um 
I was doing my friends first, like I did with the floral edits. And with the floor yeah. edits, I was doing my friends and I did celebrities and celebrities were hitting me up. Like I did a photo for Alicia Keys. I don't know if you remember that. I did yeah, the no, Alicia I do. Keys. I did. I did yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did the Alicia Keys photo and then Swiss Beats actually hit me up and was like, yo, can I please get this to my wife before her album comes out? And I said, sure. So I made it for him. And at the time he was in college, he was going to school. That's so he crazy. made his assistant. <laughs> Damn. Right. And he was sending me like messages and he was like, yo, I'll send my assistant to you. Here's her phone number. And I was like, okay, cool. And so his assistant came and picked it up for me. And at the time I was working at a cafe. I was working at uh, La Colombe. Shout out to La Colombe. Oh. I was working there. <laughs> and the assistant actually came and picked up the photo during my break. That's and correct. And I oh, gave man, what her a flex. Like I got it. What a flex. Yeah. And so she came up. And I gave her two photos, and both of them were signed. One was metallic, and the one was, I think it was matted, I think, if I can remember. Mm. But I remember printing the photo. I remember one of my friends who used to work with me, she helped me get it printed. Mm -hmm. And then I framed it. I went to Ikea, bought a frame, and then I put it in a frame, and then I boxed it up. And then I gave it to hmm. um, Swiss Beast's assistant. So it was really cool. And she received it and then she hung it up in her house. Like she has a picture still. So it's really dope that, you know, from from me being insecure about the way I looked and then yeah. doing something beautiful. And then all of a sudden it ventures off into being something bigger than what I expected. So it's really dope. Like I did one for Damn. Kelly Rowland and Kelly Rowland commented and was like, did you do this? Wow, this is great. And so See I that? was only, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. Wow, like, like I, I knew some of the story, but I didn't even know all of that. Like, that's that's very new news to me. So, I'm, it's yeah. kind of incredible to see that you you kind of had that. It it was actually a natural progression, but for you, it kind of felt like, or I, I would assume it kind of felt like a like a, like a next step up, or like the the evolution in like accepting yourself and, and understanding how to like take that acceptance into your passion, into your art. Yeah. You, like, so you went from the floral design into the general design, which is a very different aesthetic in general, but it's also yeah. a more confident aesthetic. Um, and it, yeah. it's also funny that you mentioned, uh, you know, you were at La Cologne, and and I believe you went from there to Le Labo, right? You were yeah. at the new spot. Mm-hmm. They labo making perfume and you know what I mean? just moving so up. Yeah, just moving up <laughs> and just uh, first I smell like coffee. Now I'm smelling like fragrances all there day, you every go. day. So go. it's it's working. So, I, I yeah, I would I would think so. I mean, you've been in New York for how long now? I've been in New York for seven years. Seven years. I Where mean, were you from originally? Uh, okay. Um, so I am originally from Jacksonville, Florida. I moved oh. here to New York with only $2,000 in my pocket. And I was like, Damn. I'm going to make it work. And I remember staying with one of my friends, Anais Ada. Uh, she's also a singer-songwriter. It was so huge. She recently opened up for Daniel Caesar uh, while he's on Damn. tour, which is really He's got dope. random plugs. He's got, he knows a lot <laughs> of people. <laughs> but the thing about it is that it's, this has been going on for for years, you know? Like the amount yeah, of yeah. like progression and the amount of work, you know, you're meeting all these people and you're seeing the growth from when everybody else started. So it was really cool and to see her just grow and I say to just grow and I was a fan of her before I even met her and she didn't even know who I was until I moved to New York. We didn't know each other. Seven years ago she was in she was going to NYU 
And I just flew in. We'd known each other from Twitter. And she was like, you can come stay with me just randomly. We don't even know each other. And I was a fan of her. Huh. And wow. I was like, and she was like, you can come stay with me. You can stay with me for two weeks and decide if you want to stay in New York or not. It ended up being three weeks because I was like, I was like, I actually want to live here. So I risk it all. I risk everything. And I was like, I'm going to move to New York. I'm not turning back. I bought a one-way ticket and I left. I saved up all my cash and I left. And I stayed with her for, I was supposed to stay with her for two weeks. And she was like, find a job and then find a place. I was like, girl, I don't even know how I'm going to do that. Especially in New York. It's expensive (laughs) as fuck. I was like, what am I going to do? And so, but I made it work. And and I, I legit had five bags that I was carrying. And I moved over the summer. So it was hot as hell in the subway. Hmm. It was hot. Moving all my stuff. And I stayed with her for three weeks. Then she was like, okay, Devin, this is this has to be your last week. You have to figure out where you're going to be staying. And the last Damn. day, the last day of that week that I was supposed to be out, because she was legit going to tell me, okay, Devin, I have like, to get you get out, out of the apartment. Yes. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, bye. Like, you got to go. And so the last day, I finally found a place. I finally found a place. Oh, that wow. fri- I still remember that Friday, I found a place. And I was like, wow. I was like, look at God. I was like, look at that. Because I would have been homeless. Yeah. And so I found a place all the way. I found a place all the way in the Bronx, but it was far, but it was it wasn't that expensive. I found a place. But, yeah, I was it's a, but it's a place, you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's a roof over my head. And I remember I left that night. And I was like, all right, Anais, I found a place. She was like, oh, wow, great. You found a place. She was like, where are you going to be staying? I told her the Bronx. She was like, okay, good. She was like, did you need any help? I was like, no. I said, I got all my stuff. She was like, okay, great. So let me know when you get to your place. Got there. And let me tell you, it was a long walk. I was in the Bronx, but I was like (laughs) further, further. I was the last stop on the two train. Oh, so you're like close to Yonkers. Like close to, right, close to Yonkers. But I stayed in uh, Mount Vernon. Oh, wow. You were up there. I was. I stayed there for about a year and a half, actually. Oh, my God. And I stayed there, and I remember being there, and let me tell you, I didn't care how far it was. I was in New York. That was my first time. And I was like, I don't really care. I'm just going to be here. I had a roof on my head. I had one roommate, (laughs) and we were staying right behind this finance. uh, It was like an apartment building, but Mm -hmm. we were right behind a uh, finance or bureau, whatever. It was weird. It was a weird situation, but I was like, I didn't really mind. Plus, wow. the apartment was renovated. Excuse me. The apartment was renovated. Oh, that's a come up. Especially in like, yeah. well, I mean, up at like the, the, the benefit of being so far out, at least up in that, that Yonkers, Mount Vernon area, is that they do have nicer apartments, but they're just farther out. <laughs> right. Like, so much farther out. Because like Bronx, like from when I, because I've lived in like four of the five boroughs, and Bronx was often always sketchy or just like rough. oh my god you know like i used to my aunt used to live near uh like a block away from the yankee stadium um so like that area was just ooh. and then we lived Damn, on y'all uh, were out there yeah we were out there and then oh uh, we lived, uh when i was out there again like when we actually moved out there to Burley, uh we were on martin luther king boulevard and as you know like martin luther king boulevard's in cities are, are notorious for being the sketchiest, most dangerous yes. boulevards. Get ironically. out of here! So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I I'm just I'm just like you 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 were blessed. Like, well done. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, 
I but was trying. And it was of like so, like building out those connections, and yeah. you know, just being there for that prolonged period of time. How did you end up like getting involved with Selection and like Girl Ultra and like everybody like in, in that sense? Oh wow! Um, so the story so fast forward from the general photos up yep. until where I'm at now. Um, so funny story is I was still working at La Cologne. Mm-hmm. And I had to work that day. I had to be at work at two. And I had a podcast interview with uh, Soup. <laughs> right. I had oh, a podcast interview cool. with Soup. DJ, more Soup, please. Yeah. And J-Rob was there. And oh, I cool. didn't. And he just got. He just. He said he just got signed in Selection. And I was like, Oh, that's so dope. I was like, Congrats. And I was like, I've always wanted to work with Selection. I was like, I love them. I was like, They have such great vibes. The producers, mm-hmm. the DJs are so amazing. Like just so on and so forth. And and J Rob was there with I believe his manager at the time. And so he was sitting on the couch. It was like in this space where there was like it was like a studio space, like mm-hmm. a ducked off studio space in Brooklyn. And I'm and this was like three years ago. And I sat there and I was just like I was like, oh, I was like, I'm a fan. I was like, I can't wait. I was like, we should work, whatever. Not expecting to work at all. Did the right, interview right. with uh, Soup and then played my music and J-Rob heard the music. And so after I was done doing the interview, I was like, okay, guys, I got to get ready to go. I was like, I-, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And everyone did. And then as I'm walking out, they were like, let's take pictures. And I said, sure. So we took pictures and I took pictures with... Uh, Soup and J-Rob And we mm-hmm. all just stood near the wall Took pictures together Didn't even think we were going to meet ever again Probably like two <laughs> or three funny. weeks later J-Rob hits me up and is just like Yo, Devin He's like, I heard all your music on SoundCloud And I feel like we should work together And I said, okay Let's do it I was like, let's do that shit I was like, send me whatever I said, I'll record I'll have the time and so I did. I made time for it. And he sent me, I think he sent me like three tracks. And then he sent me wow. the track for For Me. Then he sent me the track for Good Thing. And then I sent him a track to remix. So oh. That's Not Us well, is a remix, actually. Yeah. And that's, so I asked him. Oh, really? Out, yeah, That's Not Us is that's actually like a my, remix. That's like one of my favorite songs of yours. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so That's yeah. Not Us was... <laughs> So I did a demo to That's Not Us, and I believe I was going to put it on one of my mixtapes, and I did it over a Damu the Funk, Matt, uh, the Funk, uh, mm-hmm. I think uh-huh. that's his name, the producer. And I remember posting it on SoundCloud, but they took it down. So I posted it on YouTube, and it's still up, but people were just like, this track doesn't belong to you. You need to take this down. They're <laughs> like, the track is dope, but it does not belong to you. And I'm like, okay, my bad. <laughs> so so I tried to take it down. <laughs> So I tried to take it down, but instead what I did was I asked J-Rob, I was like, hey, could you remix this so I could take this track down, please? And then he was like, yeah, That's sure. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this dude posted the song without even telling me. And then he sent me the track first. And I, was, I was like, this is dope. I was like, when are you posting it? He didn't text me back. Like, like, he didn't text me back at all. <laughs> and then a week later, he posted it on SoundCloud. And I'm like, what the fuck? That shit just blew up. But I'm like, bro. I'm like, I could have known about this. What is going on? I was like, no way I'm getting like followers out of nowhere. I'm like, why is my phone blowing up like this? So it was like, uh-huh. it was one of those things. But That's Not Us was originally, uh, it was supposed to be a remix, but he was like, we're going to make it um, 
we're going to try and make it original because the beat doesn't belong to you. So it's technically an original song, but it's still a remix, it's a if remix. that makes any it's sense. Right, right. I, I, I yeah, call it's it upcycling for, for music, you know. Say and, and that. Music, like old lyrics or unused lyrics. Or like a like a like a song or like like acapella and you like make mm-hmm. it a new thing like uh, Kiss and Tell my, my son Kiss and Tell was a, mm-hmm. a an upcycle I was working with really? this producer yeah I, I can't remember dude's name but he was working with like uh, Lecrae and like some other bigger people and he's like yeah yeah I got this track for you like let me see what you think so I finished <laughs> it and then like I'm like it's, it took me like probably like a month in between because I was like moving and I, I had to figure out like a new studio space so like it wasn't like just like a week later but. Maybe like mm-hmm. a month, two months later, I'm like, "Hey, man, I got this track." Silence, and I was like, "Oh uh, wow!" Uh, uh. <laughs> so it just forever uh. stayed in acapella until Rom hit me up over Facebook, and he was like, "Bruh, bruh, send me stuff, bruh." And I was like, "All right, uh, I have this <laughs> yeah. acapella here," and he's like, "Cool." <laughs> and then literally a day later, he's like, "So I finished the track." I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> wait!" Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> and then he was, I was like, I listened to it, and I was like, "Yo, this is." better than the original like you killed it and then we released it and it, that's how that came out but oh, I, wow. I, I, i'm wildly familiar with the process it's it's a great process i highly it, recommend always upcycling i feel like <laughs> i feel like that's what it is for majority of my music that i've done through selection like hmm. take me it, mm-hmm. i don't I remember the song take me that j-rob did take me is one of those as well Cause he asked me, yeah, Take Me was one of those songs as well. Take Me, the original track for Take Me was much more darker, mm-hmm. but J-Rob mm-hmm. made it bright. And it was yes, done by is. this other did producer. You, did yeah, you he, know I, I, I play bass on that? Yes, I remember that. He sent me a oh video. God. You played you played bass on it. I remember that. Thank you, Najee. You're like, yeah. you're sick. You're dope. And he had a lot of people in the room doing that one particular song, which was very, yeah. very cool. I feel yeah. like it should have been filmed. Like it should have been. I wish I was there, but I was. I was so mad. No, I mean we definitely. Were. It was funny because like the the whole and that that me playing bass was like a running joke because like like J Rob made the bass line and I just played mm-hmm. it like on the bass, but it was basically all. Oh my god! But, you know, but it was. I'm, di- I'm dying. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, literally, I've known that song for a while, and then the fr- like that studio session, he was just like, "Yeah, man, I'm playing bass on this track," and I heard oh, wow. it, you know, and then it came out, and then he was like, "Yeah, man, that's the track I play bass on." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool, that's dope, man." <laughs> and then, like, literally months late, like almost a year later, I'm playing that song. He's <laughs> like, I don't know, you were like walking in the kitchen or something. He goes. <clears throat> Hey, hey, you know I play bass on that track. Oh my god. <laughs> it's too funny. It's amazing. Oh, wow. But, but no, no so, it sounded really good. It, it was it was your vocal that actually inspired the whole thing because we all came in. Uh it was like it was Jay was there, the count was there, Mac Ayers, Cautious Clay, like like I say, a bunch of people. Um mm-hmm. and we were all Jack that Dines. was still a thing. So we were all just mm-hmm. kind of like doing the session and, and the, the engineer, Jack Dines, was also part of that. So it was kind of like a, just like a group family session. Um, but we were like trying to just jam out. We were trying different ideas. Mm-hmm. And then Jay pulled out like your acapella or like he pulled out that? like a previous version of your track or an acapella, I can't remember. And we we're like, yo, who yeah. is this? <laughs> who is this? Like, wh- what's going on? And everybody actually thought it was a girl's voice because your voice was higher. at the. <laughs> so we're like, yo, who's that girl? And he was like, nah, 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 that's Devin. And we're like, oh, wow. Devin, 
I know Devin. That's wow, Devin. that was that's like a whole episode or something. Y'all some just had down. a whole scene like, from a movie. That was funny. And then, so, <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole. It was a whole moment. We were like, "Yo, this this vocalist is crazy. We gotta make so." And and the whole session came from literally just hearing your voice. It was it was hilarious, but it, it worked out beautifully. Wow. It did. It came out really beautiful. You know? like, I'm proud of y'all. Look at y'all. I'm over here like, what? <laughs> no! What? No. <laughs> oh. But nah, seriously, like, Take Me was one of those. And my other song, mm. Give It Back, uh, mm-hmm. that Evil Need to Produce, is a song that was supposed to be God. remixed. Damn. I asked him to remix it because, well, the story behind that song, you're going to laugh. Well, you're not. It's kind of... I mean, I don't know how to feel because I feel bad, but then at the same time, I'm just like, this guy, it could have been, uh-huh. it could have been this moment. So the original track, I was going to release it with this German producer. I forgot his name, but he said that his oh, house man. got flooded. Oh, shit. He kept giving me, yeah, he kept telling me. And then I remember hitting him up and wanting the track and saying like, hey, what are we going to do with this track? Like, I want to release it. I want to do something with this. This, that song I recorded I actually recorded that song Oh wow Four years ago That's a while ago And Right I recorded that song Four years ago Yeah it was a while ago And I remember When I recorded it I was still living in the Bronx I recorded it And I was like I was like I told the guy I was like I want to release it He didn't like the lyrics He didn't like certain parts Of the lyrics So I, I I reworded one of them And then he told me He came back and told me You know I've been having mental issues I haven't been able to sit down with this track and work on it. I don't know if I want to continue working on this track with you mm. like that. Mm-hmm. It hurt my feelings. And I told him, I was like, well, how about this? Just give me the vocals to the song. Because he didn't want to do anything else with the beat. He didn't want to mix right. it. He didn't know what to do. He was supposed to release a project. And he just kind of let it go. To, go. Damn. Yeah, he just let it die. Because I was going to be in the same project with my with Got my it. friend Anais. And this was like four years ago. Because she's the one that presented mm-hmm. gotcha. this producer to me. I don't know if he didn't like my vocals. I didn't know if he didn't like my voice or the lyrics or whatever. So I had the song sitting for a long time. And then probably like a year and a half ago, I hit up Evil Needle and I said, could you do something with this? Because I want to do something with this song and I like this song. And I like the the song, the beat. He was like, "Don't send me the song with the beat. Just send me the vocals. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to hear it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I got something a week later, and he he was ecstatic. He was like, yo, this is so dope. He's like, I love this song. He was like, your vocals on this is so sick. He was like, let's go ahead and hurt and release it. When do you want to date? Like, he uh-huh. wanted to release a song. Next thing you know, I had to get art done. I got the artwork done by my ah, friend Lana, Lana Kim. Lana. Now, you know Lana Kim. She's really cool. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Lana. She did my art. She did. She painted me. She took a picture of me one day and just uh, painted my uh, my head, and I was like, "I'm gonna have this as my album cover." And she was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So I, did it. I don't know why that sentiment's and funny. It just went she from just there. The next thing head, you know, you know and then that was the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. It oh, was really no, but cool. I that. And then what's funny is that, yeah, a year later, now that song, it's it's. It kind of resurged. It kind of just was on Dear White I was, People. Yeah, I was just about to say, that was the track. So I was like, that was on their uh, their new season, right? Yeah, that was the track that was on Dear White People. So, yeah, the new season. So, I'm like, dang, the vocals that I recorded four years ago are never finally know. on TV. I'm like, you never see know. That's crazy. You never know. 
You never know. And even Nita was not expecting that. We all weren't expecting that. We all were just like, oh, we're just going to go and record this song and it's going to be dope. You know, <laughs> it's going to be so cool. Next thing you know, it's just... It just turns into something really bigger than what it was. And when I go to shows now, people are fans of that. Not based off of the Dear White People, but yeah. even when I did the tour last year, people wanted me to sing that's that how it song. Works, man. That's, that's super cool. And that, that's a blessing that you have. Like, you're, like, you're kind of building cool. out your catalog in that way, too. You know, like a lot of people don't realize that yeah. the majority of your success is going to come from your catalog. Yes, you're going to need mm-hmm. like that hit to kind of take it off and, 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 and blow the thing up. But if you have a hit and nothing else behind it, you're going to fall out quickly. But if you have a hit and 10 other songs or even five other songs, like you're going to be fine because people mm-hmm. are going to constantly go back and, and want to know more about you. They're going to want to educate themselves on your craft, you know? So yeah. I'm glad you would have recycled and upcycled even your oldest stuff because that's that's exactly what it's for. You're all, you always want to like use everything yeah. you can. So I'm glad you did. Exactly. That's what it's for. And I, and plus, like, it gives me the opportunity to not go to the studio, even if I have vocals that are just sitting. Because I have, I uh-huh. still have music yeah. that's just sitting that either needs to be remixed or yep, someone yep, needs yep. to add stuff to it. Like, I have a whole bunch of music Damn. that's just sitting, but I'm taking my time with my shit. Damn. So I'm just like, let me just take time with it. I have content that I'm shooting. So it's. So, it's gonna be bigger than what it is. So already. question that's super cool. about that. How did you end up with the how did you end up linking with Girl mm-hmm. Ultra? Did have you guys actually linked in person yet? Or like because I'm I'm in Mexico City, so we actually are gonna be recording a session with her later. And I, I linked up with her earlier, but like it's just funny that like the world nice. is incredibly small. <laughs> Bro. Okay, listen so listen small. to the story we that he's that. about to tell you, and then I'll tell my story and, <laughs> and then we'll really see how small this world is. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So I met Girl Ultra when I was working uh, one day. I was at Le Labo. She came in, didn't even know who she was. And my manager at the time, he was just like, um, he was like, this is Girl Ultra. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's cool. Like I was making, I think I was making her perfume bottle. I was like, cool. Again, didn't even know who she was. She's very beautiful. Uh, We're both the same. I was like, she's cute okay i was like cool i was like what is it that you do she told me what she does and i think she was i think i don't quote me if i'm wrong if i'm wrong she said that i think she was gonna be performing Mm -hmm. at webster hall or she was performing at madison square or something like that Mm -hmm. something was going on that day and then my manager was just like yeah so this is Devin tracy he's worked with selection oh my god he's such an amazing vocalist he's such an amazing artist you should work with him just out of nowhere and she was like oh word she's like okay that's so good she was like what's your instagram i opened up my phone i gave her my instagram we both just followed each other out of nowhere and then she was like oh wow she's like wow okay she's like you work with selection she's like that's dope i listen to them all the time she's like i'm gonna check out your music when i leave here i was like let me check out your music I was like, oh, I was like, you're your ultra. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I see you. I was like, you You are living it up, young lady. And so, and I was like, I was like, she's she was very sweet, very cool. But I made her bottle, and she left. You know, purchased her stuff, and she left. A couple days later, see her listening to my music on her um, IG story. She was like, yo, I'm such a fan. She's like, I love your voice. I love your music. You're so dope. And I was like, girl, you're dope as well. Like, your content, like, your mm-hmm. performance, the way you sing, just your music, your whole vibe, you mm-hmm. are a vibe. Like, she's really cool. 
She's really, really dope, and I was not expecting that at all. And I don't think she was expecting <laughs> right. that coming from me either. Because she listens to my music all the fucking time, singing my shit, and I'm just like, wow, this girl like, is okay. really into my stuff. That's dope. But she's, that's how we met. Right. But wow. that's how we met. So it's super funny because that happened last year in November. Am I am I am I wrong? Yeah. No, no, no. So last right, right, year right. in November, I bought tickets to go see Triathlon and the Marias and Girl Ultra in Philly. And Devin, I don't oh, know wow. if you remember. So Devin, you and I met earlier that year, earlier last year. I think it was like a few months before that, right? It was in October. Yeah, it was yeah. a few months. Yeah, it because, was. Because, yeah, because you, you were touring with Selection, and I was going to um, play with Najee because you guys were doing that show in Toronto. And so I came mm-hmm. on tour to play with Najee and, and, you know, play guitar and then DJ his set. And then I, you were missing, you like didn't have mm-hmm. a DJ or like something like that for that for that specific show. Yeah, yeah so then Monty asked me if I wanted to DJ, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's I, I would, I would love to." So then I DJ'd your set. It was super dope. Mm-hmm. You know, played that whole show, and then you—that's mm-hmm. how you and I connected. So then a month later, I had already planned to go yeah. see Triathlon, the Maria's and Girl Ultra in Philly, and I had gotten into a car accident like a few days before. So then oh, I was, but I was man. like, you know, I want to make the most of this trip. So then I hit you up. I was like, I'm going to be in Philly. So we should link up and shoot a video of like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. content, like you playing. Yeah. And, and like, I was I like learning that, yeah. a few of your songs. And so then I drove down to Philly and I went to go see the show. And at the end of the show, I was like, I was chatting with Girl Ultra for a while. And I was like. Oh, like, you know, my roommate is is Najee, and I was like, I'm a musician too. You know, my roommate is Najee, and you know, my other roommate is is Monty, and uh, you know, Monty and I were talking about you, and he's like, Oh yeah, I know Monty, and um, I was like, Yeah, she, and then she was like, We were talking about selection, and then all of a sudden I was like, Yeah, and I'm actually going to New York in like a few days to go meet up with my friend Devin Tracy. And she was like, no way, we're going to New York, like, tomorrow. And I was like, oh, that's super dope. Like, I wish I could make it to the show. (laughs) And she was like, you should come to the show. Oh, wow. And so then I was like, all right, yeah, that sounds super dope. I would love to do that. And then I was just, like, not feeling super well because I had, in in that accident, I had gotten a concussion. Uh But it turns out that me telling her, yeah, I'm going to hang out with my friend Devin Tracy. We're, We're thinking about shooting a video. And all this stuff. And then I remember like that week, like just because I wasn't feeling well. And then we like we weren't able to find like a videographer in time. Like our thing didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But then she went to New York and apparently went to your store. <laughs> <laughs> and the second time she heard yes. the name Devin Tracy <laughs> was when she met you. Wow. Man, I was really just like, that's just a crazy world. Entirely small. Yeah. No, it's so it's super small. small. Yeah. It's so small. And she, she's a, I'm a big fan of her and she's a big fan of me. It's just so random. This world is it's not, really not that big. big. So small. She just, yeah, she came in. She was like, I, I think she said, she was like, I heard your name before. <laughs> and I was like, did you? I was like, okay. I was like, again, I didn't even know who she was. I was like, okay, all right. 
was like, she probably heard my music. I don't know. So I was like, just sitting there. I was like, she probably heard my music. I don't know. But then when I saw, I was like, oh, you're that artist. I was like, hey, like, nice to meet wow. you. I was like, I'm so sorry. So, I didn't know who you were. I was like, like I was with, like, with just this kind of like. I guess those kind of serendipitous moments, how many of them have formed into like budding relationships or like like a, like strong or like friendships or you, or anything? Like how many of these kind of random moments have spurred into actual like meaningful relationships for you? It doesn't happen as mm. often as it used to mm. before. Um, so, cause I just been like working on like music. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of staying low key um, and I haven't really been as loud as I was before, but but when it did happen, I used to uh, mm. I used to meet like a lot of people coming to the store. They'll like run me run into me in the street and become friends with me, or they'll just follow me based off of my personality. Or they'll come to my show and they're artists as well, mm-hmm. like artists like Girl Ultra. Like like I'm good friends with right, Emily King. Wow, Emily King is yeah, Emily King is really cool. She lives in the and she yeah. lives in Soho oh, wow. actually, and so yeah, she lives in Soho. Uh, I. Whenever I see her, I always give her a hug. She's like, you smell good all the time. Oh, my God. And she was like, I just want to put you in my pocket because you're so cute and adorable. And I said, and I told her, I was like, I was staying next to her. And I was like, girl, we're the same height. I was like, we could put each other in each other's pocket. I'm like, because you're cute and adorable, too. Because we're both the same. We're both short. So I was like. I was like, oh, girl, we can put each other in each other's pocket. She's like, I just want to take you home. And I was like, sure. (laughs) No, Emily King is short. She is short. She's basically my height. Yeah. Just just this, right, this uh, electric human being Mm. on stage, (laughs) like Janelle Monae, just on stage killing it. So it's like, and Janelle Monae's short, too. So it's like... All these people are just short, and I'm like, you guys are the same height as me, so that lets me know when I hit the stage and I perform, exactly. I can look tall, <laughs> exactly, and I can kill it, you know. Hey. And I can I can look like a tall, grown ass man instead of a little boy, you know. Everything's bigger on but stage. It's cool. Everything's bigger on stage and on film and on pictures, yeah. in pictures. So I was like, this is cool. But she said, Emily King was like, yeah. So I may just want to take you out to dinner. Because she was like, thank you for making my perfume. So I may just want to take you out to dinner for that because you're great. She loves the Jasmine 17 from Le Labo. And I made her perfume. And she was like, let me know when you want to go to dinner. And I said, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll tell you when we can have this date. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, that's that's what happened. I said, I'll let you know. Because I said, I'm obsessed with you and you're obsessed with me now. Wow. So let's get it started, sweetheart. So, yeah. Yo, is that how it you was, uh, is that how you is that how you spit game? Because I feel like you got this you got this vibe about you that <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> no, I don't spit game like that. I'm I don't spit game like that. I'm I'm a goofy person. I am a nerd. I'm such a weirdo. <laughs> if someone's flirting with me, I don't even know. I really don't. I just be like, oh, okay, how you, how you doing? And they be looking at me like I'm weird. I just be like, I really don't know. <laughs> Like I have fans. I'll tell you a quick story. So recently, I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw uh-huh. my. I sometimes don't even know like if people are like big fans of me too. I don't even know. Like I guess I'm still getting used to it. So I have people come into the store and be like, like this one girl came into the store right, one time, right. 
And I was like, hey guys, welcome in. How may I help you? And she was just like, you look like this singer named Devin Tracy. And I was like, <laughs> and she was with her male friend. And he <laughs> looks at me, he starts laughing. And then she starts blushing. And I was just like, uh, I am Devin Tracy. Hi, how are you? <laughs> and she was just like, <laughs> she paused. <laughs> she put her hands on her lips. And she started like fanning herself. And she was like, I'm such a fan. She's like, oh my God. She's like, you're in front of me. And she almost jumped behind the counter. <laughs> and I was like, girl, let me come around the counter. I'm going to give you a hug. I was like, I'll give you a hug. So I gave her a hug. I gave her multiple hugs. And she was just like, oh my God. She was like, you smell so good. And she was like, wow. She was like, you're really in front of me right now. You're off the stage and you're standing in front of me right now. She was like, wow. She was like, I want to be you. She was like, you have so much personality. She's like, I love the vibe that you have. She was just like, wow, like you're so cool. And again, I'm such a regular person. I look at her and I'm just like, okay. I was like, well, nice to meet you. I was like, we can't. I was like, give me another hug. I was like, let's do hugs, hug. And we both bust out laughing. And she was like, I can't believe. She was like, and you're so fucking funny. And I was like, I was like, I try. I was like, I, I try mean, my funny. best to just be funny. as normal yeah, as are. possible. Oh fuck! I forgot to turn off my my shit. My uh. Because I'm on my MacBook and I'm getting text messages and that shit just said ding in my ear. And I'm just like, oh, I was like, fuck, sorry. But but yeah, when I meet fans, I meet them. (laughs) They always come in the area where I work. Sometimes I'll be looking like, damn, y'all caught me where I'm at work. And she was like, now I know where you work. So I'm going to come by. I was like, I was like, oh, fuck. You're like, oh, it happens. I would say that happens often when I'm oh, at work no. and my manager was like, she- yeah, Devin, we're going to need a bodyguard for you. Like, I'll get people to come in and be like. Hey, I feel like <laughs> that's a great problem to have, though. I mean, like like I said, you've been yeah. constantly evolving and just leveling up. Like, I want to get to the point someday where, I, you know, I kind of fear for my general public mm-hmm. safety for the you know sake of my fans. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not to a degree of like bodily harm, but just like I can't walk outside my house without somebody be like, yeah. hey, yo, it's that guy. Like, hey, yo, it's this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's happened. It that's happens. So, like I'll be walking the street and then people would stop me and be like, hi, like you're Devin Tracy, right? And I'm like, yeah. And the same day that that girl caught me at my job, I was on my way to work that morning and this one girl, she tapped me on my shoulder and she was like, are you Devin Tracy? She was like, I see you all over social media. She'd be like, she was like, I see your face everywhere. And I just feel like I know you now. And she was like, my name is, I forgot her name. She was like, I feel like I know you now. And when I got on the train, I was like, she's sweet girl, just a sweet girl. But she was talking to me and she was like, yeah, I manage this artist. She was like, I work for Sony. And she was like, yeah, I would love to get to know who you are as an artist. So, yeah, she was like, I follow you. You didn't follow me back. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, man. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, all, all right. right. So I was like, what's your Instagram? And so I followed her back. And I was like, oh, okay, she does manage this dope artist who's on tour right now, she said. So. Like I have things like that happen to me in New York, and so I. But lately, I just. No. Oh my gosh! Wow. Do you feel like? Do you feel like if you hadn't moved to New York, you wouldn't have these moments? Yeah, if I didn't move to New York, I wouldn't have these moments at all. I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't move to New York. 
And I wouldn't mm-hmm. be doing what I'm doing if I didn't move. Because the whole point of right. me moving was to have a career in music. And when I moved, I told my parents, I was like, I want to have a household name. I want people to know who I am. Like, this is uh, this is me being real right now. I told my mom, I was like, I was like, Mom, I am so ready to go. I was like, I hate it here in Jacksonville, Florida. I was like, there's nothing here for me right now. I said, I want to leave. I want people to know who I am. And I want to come back with my name tattooed on someone's body somewhere. So that, (laughs) and I said that I was like, I want that to happen. I want to be this artist. I want to be well known. And that's, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) I said, I said, mom and dad, I said, I want this to happen. I said, bump what everybody else thinks. I was, I don't care how hard it is. All I know is I just need to work. And that's what I did. Damn. Those are, that's, that's like, that's the start of a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Let me tell you, living here is a movie. Is li- I feel like I should have a series on Netflix with the life that I have. That would actually be dope. It would be. And this is season five. It, like, oh my, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's think about it. Like, you could be like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, uh, 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 what's, what's, what's somebody who manages colognes? Like a, like a. Like a like a like a, per, a, perf, like a perfume per, perfumery like 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 no, but a, like a, a perfumer like, right perfumer but like yes perfumer. somebody who's connected in everything like in in central Soho and you could you could have like you'd be like the Anthony Bourdain of musical perfumers <laughs> say that <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Bourdain of perfumers <laughs> you know. It's a goal. It's a, oh, it's a no, goal. it is a goal. Like, what else is a goal is to have a perfume named after you that's really expensive and it smells True. fucking amazing. True. I think that's my We're next that. my next dream is to have a perfume. I feel like scent. you can make that happen, though. You're you in, could, like, the perfect prime spot to make that happen. But it, takes two, or three, but it takes two to three years to come out with your own perfume. And True, because you of the you ingredients, the you're right. You're right. I should get the process <laughs> started. I want to get it started. I should talk to uh, the owners of Le Labo. I mean, Essay yeah, Lauder own them now, but I should talk to the creators, which is Eddie and Fabrice. Yes. The next time they come there, I'll be like, so make hey, right, make my mark. Come out with a perfume. I already got a name for it and everything, and I already got the idea of what it will smell like if they just Ooh. give me a chance. You know, it's gonna be one of the musky fragrances. I, I, I don't, I don't want to hear what the yeah. name is until it comes out. We don't. This, want to hear. We don't uh, steal okay, okay. Right, 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 right. We were yeah. gonna say the name. I was gonna say the name. Oh my yeah, god, it's a beautiful that. name. We, can, we can't, it's a can't somebody name. jack you. People listen to this. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> say that. Say that. You're right. You're right. Oh you're right. Trying to protect you out here, bro. I appreciate you, Devin. It's it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. I wish I wish we had more time. I know. I know you got other things going on today. Yeah, I you do. You got a lot going on today, I, actually. I actually do. Like before I get off, I would say that I would say right now that I am working on a project that I'm really excited about. Um, I've been Ooh. shooting a lot, so today I'm going to be shooting some more footage for my for my music videos. So I did a music video for a oh, song shit. that I'm releasing very soon. It's called um, it's called Easy, and then I shot another v- music video for a song called uh, uh, Sick uh, for my next project that I'm releasing next year, uh, and it was produced. The first song was produced by Rio. He produced Heard You Say It, which is on the Black label, and then yeah. the second song I released, uh, cool. it was produced by J Rob. It's called Sick. 
I'm just waiting on J. Rod to send me the doggone stems. I'm gonna go ahead and say that now. Uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, we, we know, we know, we know the process. You're yeah, like, no. I'm like J. Rod, where you at, bro? But I love J. Rod. He's really, really cool. Very proud of him. The song is really, the song is actually sick. I performed it at one of my shows, and the audience went insane after I was done singing. They were like, "When does it come out?" So I shot a music, I shot a music video for that, and then I shot a music. I'm shooting multiple clips or i'm shooting a short film so i'm putting all the footage together to create like a short film and so it could tell like a story awesome and so one of my friends malik he's shooting it he's shooting it for me so i'm gonna be finishing a couple of things today and tomorrow for it so i'm really really excited it's been very low-key it's gonna be very new york beautiful but it's also gonna tell the story of like it's all like not like a love story but it's almost like a like a taking care of yourself while you're falling for someone or while you're getting back so or while, yeah while you're yeah. getting back into the relationship because you know you guys go on a break now you're actually going to work your way onto coming back into being in love with one another so it tells that mm. story Oh, so I'm really, damn. really excited. That's a like hard song. story because I I've been there before. Yeah, and nobody sort of talks about it. Nobody talks about it. Like sick. Nobody the song, talks about that. Yeah. Yeah, the song "Easy" basically talks about how I'm an easygoing person in a relationship, but I have my demons. And Ugh. then mm-hmm. sick talks about you know how you how a person can get sick with just being by themselves or being sick with anything in a relationship because you think about this person so much that it can make you sick. And it can make you feel a way. And that's what the song talks about. It's about like, you know, you're in a relationship, but you don't know if you're in a relationship or not. And you're trying to figure out like, okay, you're always with your friends. Are you going to be with me? So that's kind of what Sick is talking about, how you're sick. So yeah, sick of being by yourself. Wow. Damn, man. That's going to be a, that's going to be an emotional it's, it's, and I bet it's Let probably me an tell emotional you something. Uh, it was a journey, like journey. recording that and, and working on that. All the fucking songs. I mean, I, Let me just say <laughs> that it's hard. <laughs> Let me just say that. Oh my god! I'm gonna tell you right now, it is hard. And in the, during the process of working on these songs, it was a difficult thing. But I made it through. I made it out. I made it past. The, the the stop I went go I am like I'm there like yeah <laughs> I'm doing it and mm-hmm. I'm very proud of myself I I pat myself on the back like I made it hey well we, we give you some <laughs> back as well. yeah, man. Yeah, another round you. of applause proud of you fl- too man another, another round you, of applause thank you so much for thank our you. <laughs> excellent guest and friends yeah no yeah you, you're killing it and we're, we're just excited to see you grow glad we can be there for the journey you know, I know <laughs> i'm glad i, I got it early you yeah <laughs> you did you got it early you wait and see because these videos are gonna blow your mind i'm really excited so wait wait, wait, wait. we can find you on wait. on the web and, and not at your job <laughs> i know find me find me um on instagram devin tracy d-e-v-i-n-t-r-a-c-y you can also find me on, on uh twitter same thing D-E-V-I-N-T-R-A-C-Y and my website DevinTracy.com and uh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I'm on Tumblr too Devin Tracy too oh wow Tumblr. you're still repping Tumblr oh, bro that's, that's I love. love Tumblr Tumblr is is, it helps 
As well as Pinterest, but Tumblr helps with my artistry as well. It helps with inspiration. Mm. I meet a lot of creatives on there. I am also I a creative I'm on there. Still active. Yeah, Tumblr. Yeah, still I, active. I haven't used my Tumblr in, in forever. Wow. Listen, y'all got to get back on it. Tumblr is low key still relevant. To be honest, huh. well, it's still well, relevant. Like when I talk about it with people, people are like, "Yes, I, have a, I low key." They say, "I low key still have a Tumblr," and I'm just like, "Oh, you low key." <laughs> it's like everybody low key still has a Tumblr. <laughs> yes, everybody low key still has a Tumblr, but it's really cool and it helps me with my creativity. And who I am as a person, I appreciate Tumblr. And Pinterest helps me with ingredients to cook because I love to cook. So it helps me mm. with like my cooking shit. Okay, and okay, we gotta get stuff. you on the. See, I'm trying to develop out a, a cooking show. I'm not gonna say any more than that, but we. Yeah. you're on the list. <laughs> you're on the list. Uh, I am ready because I got recipes for days. I'm so go. excited. <laughs> got recipes oh my god! For Can days. I just be there? As an audience member who eats, <laughs> and then actually, you know what? I just want to test all the food that comes out, <laughs> and be like, be and be like Oprah, and be like, "So today, what we're making? We're making rotisserie chicken, <laughs> and guess what? It's right underneath your seat, Louis. It's right underneath your seat." And you pull that shit out. You pull that shit out. Oh, and go, oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> you get a chicken. You, you get, get a chicken. chicken. You get a chick- chicken. chicken. Chicken for everyone. <laughs> Oh my God, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh man. Well, God. thank you again for coming through. Appreciate you taking some time out of your yes. day. Thank you. Can talk you a little on us. And absolutely, you know, we wish you all the best on the projects, on life. You know, watch out for those fans. I know. <laughs> Be careful. I'm gonna try my best, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but what do we got going on next week, Louise? Wow. So uh, next week we're gonna be releasing our video, um, four podcasts, oh. three guests, two hosts, one day. Um, that's so that's keep not a look out for that. That's not happening. <laughs> Uh, but if you guys have any other questions or for us, Devin, anyone, you know, feel free to hit him up on his socials or our socials at thousand story underscore. And you know yeah, how to, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm not going to say the thing. But uh, if you want to find me individually at Mr. Najee Boy, that's M R N A J I B O I and Louise. Yes, and you can find me at El Pontillo. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I was, I was like, yes, me next. <laughs> My turn. Um, it's at El Pontillo, E-L-P-O-N-T-I-L-L-O, on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, everybody, and, everybody on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And, That's you know, awesome. if you like the show, if you have any questions, concerns, let us know. Leave us a review. Share that shit. And, Devin, yes, again, thank you for coming through. If you have any yeah. uh, last-minute advice or last-minute tips or advice for anybody listening, you know, now's, the, now's the time. <laughs> All right. Well, I would just say this. Like, if you are this struggling artist, please focus on the dream. Trust your struggle. And just Ooh. keep going. Like, don't stop. Don't listen to what everybody else is doing. Don't listen to, you know, your lover. Don't listen to your family. Listen to yourself. As as corny as it sounds, listen to your heart. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> listen to yourself and do what you got to do and do what makes you happy. And that's all I got. Damn. Damn. Bomb. Well, Devin Tracy, everybody. Yes, yes, guys. Yes, oh my God. Thanks again, brother. I love you guys. Love you too, bro. Love, love you too. guys. Stay safe, be well, and uh, we shall see everyone next week.